Do you think Jesus could do anything right here in Las Vegas, Sin City? I believe that what God is doing is He's created an eternal testimony. And what we know is when we can come together under a spirit of unity, nothing will be impossible. Hey, Las Vegas. Welcome once again to Las Vegas United. I'm your host, Aaron Pino. And before we get started, I just want to tell you a little bit about the show. Uh, this show, we are bringing together spiritual leaders, community leaders, uh, people in our valley who are making an impact and are being used by God to see his kingdom released right here in Las Vegas. And today, I have a special treat for you all. I have someone who is very near and dear to my heart, uh, my father-in-law, Dale Everett. Dale, thanks for being on the show today, man. Hi, Aaron. It's great to be on the show. It really is. Yeah, it's great to have you. Um, I've known you for many years. You know, we, we go way back. But for those people who are watching who are not familiar with you, go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself. You know, ministry, wife, kids, all the rest, Ooh, all, all that right. good stuff. Yeah, I'll do exactly that. Well, well, my name is Dale Everett. I have an international ministry. I have been in the ministry now for, oh, am I allowed to say it? Right out loud. Sure. Dare I say it out loud? Okay. I've been in the ministry for 50 years now. Uh, my ministry has been an evangelistic work across the U.S. And then I pastored for 15 years. I pastored two existing churches, not at the same time. I'm not that good. Uh, and then I planted a church. Uh, that was my last pastorate on the property of R.W. Shambach. Maybe some of the listeners will know who I'm talking about there. Brother Shambach and I were friends, and I worked with him the last few years of his life. And then as I was finishing that pastorate, the word of the Lord came to me and, and the Spirit said to me, Dale, I'm now going to take you to the nations of the world. So the last great number of years, uh, more than a decade now, we've been reaching out to uh, various nations, uh, Central America, of course, and then Europe. But our predominant ministry is on the continent of Africa. Yeah. Yeah, that's incredible. You know, uh, one of the reasons I want to bring you on the show is because I've had the opportunity uh, to travel with you yes. to some of these places. Um, we got stranded in Europe one time in Paris. with. What a way to get stranded, huh? <laughs> I know. Uh, I will say... Uh, I wish I would have gotten stranded there with your daughter, my wife. Well, I she's a lot prettier that. than you. <laughs> um, but we we've been in it, to Europe together, uh, yes. Mexico together, yes. all over Africa together. And what's amazing to me is whenever we've been together in these places, mm -hmm. we see the supernatural power of God. Yeah. And so, talk to us a little bit about that. What, how the gift opened up to to you, and what uh, what you see whenever you go to different places around the world. Wow. Well, the gift opening up to me happened, as you know, Aaron, very early in life because I first experienced Jesus as Savior when I was seven years of age. Mm -hmm. And uh, it wasn't long after that, at age eight, believe it or not, is when I first caught it, that is the understanding of the call of God mm -hmm. into ministry. Now, I didn't start preaching or traveling at that time, but I knew in my heart, I knew beyond the shadow of any doubt that that was my destiny, my purpose to serve Him. Yeah. And that way, it was right after that, at age nine, that I received the gift of the Holy Ghost. And, Come on. and I'm talking about this because I want everyone that are listening to understand 
understand that God does not just talk to adults or people later That's on right. in life, but even our young people. They must be exposed to the power of the gospel yeah. because they've got an incredible ability to understand and to uh, grasp what's going on. You see, their spirit is sharper than their intellect. Mm. So sometimes we think, Very well, true. they got to go to school first. They got to learn all kinds of stuff first. And then when they get, oh, God, help us, as smart as we are, then they'll, <laughs> then they'll be able to understand these things. But the Spirit knows how to take a Samuel at a very young age and begin to open himself to him and reveal unto him the nature of our almighty God. And that, that's what was going on in my life. And when I was 12 is when the Spirit first began to help me to understand that I would first serve as an evangelist traveling across this nation. And then, uh, and then he spoke to me at about the, around 15 and let me know that part of what this ministry would be would be toward the healing of the sick. Yep the casting of devils, a full gospel ministry. And that's what we do. And so I started, believe it or not, I started traveling at 15. Yeah. This nation I did uh, as an evangelist. <laughs> yeah. Just I, the other day. Yeah, just, just the other day. just seems like yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> I did continue my education, uh, both high school and then also uh, my my seminary work. But uh, but I did it on, I did basically my education on the road. Mm. And so the Spirit of God opened himself to me, opened those doors to me. And, uh, and then the rest is history. And so the healing anointing came. I actually uh, worked for a short period of time under the covering of one of the old voice of healing preachers. That's right. One of the old tent healers. Yeah. And uh, he really, I tell people, he really was my Bible school education. I did, I did do Bible school uh, by correspondence because I, I was traveling. I, I, I did my high school traditionally, but I, I did my Bible school uh, by correspondence. But he's the one that really sowed in my life, mm -hmm. helped me to understand how to become aware of the God within us, yes. Christ Jesus, and how to uh, be sensitive yes. to the moving of the Holy Spirit, to catch the wind of God, as yes. it were, and, uh, and to understand that while we don't create uh, the wind, we sure can set our sails and catch the wind yes. and move along powerfully with it. Yeah, I think that's, oh man, I love it. You know, I've known you for, almost, almost, I don't want to say almost 20 years, but it's been almost 20 years. Wow. You know? Um, and I've heard these stories over and over, and every time I hear them, it stirs something on the inside of me. And, you know, one thing that I, I really uh, love, and you addressed it earlier, is, is uh, young people mm -hmm. yes. getting in. That's right. You know, I've talked with um, many people before, and, you know, I, I'm your son. I am I, by through marriage, but also through the spirit as well. That's true. And so I've caught up, I've caught the the spirit behind supernatural the supernatural power of God, miracles, casting out devils, uh -huh. people coming into the kingdom. And I talked to some people who are out there, and they say, "Well, that you know, that's just kind of." You know, you you, you kind of kind of steer clear from that because you don't want people to be uh, afraid of it. And one day. When they are mature, like how you said, yeah. one day when they're mature, they'll be able to get it. And I tell people this, just with our young people, we start singing the ABCs to them whenever they're young. Yeah. They don't know how to read. They don't know how to write. They barely know how to uh, sing, mm -hmm. barely even know how to talk. And we begin to expose them to the ABCs. And I let them know we didn't wait until they could read and write before we gave them the ABCs. We actually exposed them to the tools they were going to need for the rest of their life, even before they fully can comprehend it. And like what you're saying, 
you were exposed at an early age to the That's things right. of God, yep. and it marked you. And I believe even for people watching right now, um, that maybe you haven't been ex they haven't been exposed to that. Mm -hmm. But exposure is the great educator when it comes to the things of the spirit. So how would you how would you talk to somebody who wants to maybe see the supernatural power of God? maybe move and operate in the supernatural power of God, how would you recommend them going about that? Well, well, there's several great things you can do. Of course, uh, spending time in the presence of the Lord is absolutely paramount. Yes. Everything and everything we get actually comes from Him. If people get it from me, then they mm -hmm. may have ideas, they might have technique, but they don't have the stuff. They don't have what they're really looking for. It's got to come true. out of your relationship with Christ. So that's that's key number one. Uh, another key to it is you got to open your heart and your mind to things that stretch you. Yeah. Because if you say, well, I want to go beyond where I'm at, but you only are willing to consider things that you already know, then you're never going to go anywhere. You're just going to stay in a little small circle. So you're going to have to get beyond uh, your comfort zone. or And that's why people like it, because that's a nice word. But let me really <laughs> say what it is. You've got to get beyond your fear zone. Mm, you've got to stop being afraid. Yeah. All right. So what if, it's, what if I end up you know, getting around something that's crazy? Well, you'll figure that out. Yeah, and, sure. and the spirit will help you with that. So no big deal. Just just pick up and move on from there. Uh, and so uh, you got to expose yourself. You got to open yourself, and and you need to serve, draw near to someone that is moving in the supernatural. Yeah. In some way, you know, when Elisha was introduced one time, and he was already in the fullness of his ministry, uh, they did not say, this is Elisha, he is double of what Elijah was. This is Elijah, <laughs> he has twice as many miracles right. as Elijah had. That's not how they introduced him. They introduced him this way. They said, this is Elisha who poured water yes. on the hands of Elijah. There's something about drawing near. And I'm going to tell you proximity is very important. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure I can totally explain why. There's a certain amount of training, mentoring, if you like to use that word, that you can get from video, uh, from, you know, from podcasts, teaching. I mean, I listen to stuff like that. It helps me. I get it. Uh, reading people's books helps. I'm reading a book right now. You know, it's helping stretch me in that way, in the way of the supernatural. Uh, but there's something about being close. That's right. Being where it's happening. And not being in the back row, not being at the balcony with your arms crossed looking for mm. ways you can analyze it yeah. and critically look at it. I'm talking about being close enough you can just about touch the hem of the garment of the yeah. person that's ministering. Yeah. That there is something supernatural that is communicated in times just like that. Yeah. That, I mean, oh my goodness. If, if you're watching, that was, you, you go back, if, however you're watching this. If you're watching online, whatever, rewind that, listen to that again. Yeah. Extremely powerful. If you're watching on Keen 17, we will broadcast this on Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday at 7.30 p.m. You need to set your DVR, whatever you got to do to rewatch that because that was gold. Mm. Everything you said right there was, was, was extremely powerful. So... Um, do you know any places in Las Vegas that they can draw near to? Oh, my. Well, I would think <laughs> Overflow Church is a great place hey, to go there to. There you go. Uh, honestly, though, seriously, there is a, a, a unique and a 
moving of the Spirit that is powerful. Every time I've been there, I know it's I know it's our church, but I mean it's it's genuine. I travel all over the world, so I've seen a lot of churches, a lot of pastors, a lot a lot of ministries, and there's some and there's some real jewels out there, mm-hmm. some yeah. awesome ones out there, and this is one of them mm-hmm. in this uh, in this area. And I'm going to say something else in respect to that, and that is that the gospel works everywhere. That's right. So while we see, and you know, you've been with me in in African countries and Mexico, and we've seen supernatural things. We've seen the blind get their sight, the deaf get right. their hearing. We've seen people. We've seen as many as 2,500 in 10 minutes receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Yeah. And some of them in those areas, those places where English is not known, have received the Holy Ghost speaking in English. We've heard that with our own ears. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say these things happen all over the earth, but they happen everywhere. Don't ever believe that it can't happen in your community. Can I say that directly to the folks at the camera right now? I'm going to tell you the gospel works everywhere. Right. We serve an omnipotent God. He's not just great somewhere else. People say, well, I guess when you go to Africa, you see great miracles. We do. We see great miracles right here in the United States. The day you believe he's a great God, but somewhere else is the day you have not, you, you must recognize you've never really witnessed who he is because he has no barriers. He has no limitations. And he will do in your house, in your church, and definitely an overflow church, yeah. just the things <laughs> that we see worldwide like yeah, that. Absolutely. And you, for those people watching, you know, we had you in this past September yeah. um, to do um, a one night of ministry, right. healing, deliverance, miracles. And it was powerful. Yeah. It was powerful. We're still getting testimonies in from that night. Um, one of the things that happened that evening was a lady who had a 45-year issue. And in one instant, wow. in the presence of the Lord, no one laid hands on her. Wow. But the presence of the Lord was evident in the house. And a 45-year issue in one instant yeah. turned all around and she got healed. And so... I believe what you're saying, that the gospel, the power of God works everywhere because we have seen it overseas, but we have literally seen it in our own backyard right here in Las Vegas. And I'm excited because we already have on the calendar to bring you back in September to do an extended meeting. All right. Um, And I'm sure we'll have details of that whenever the time comes. So I want to ask you, um, obviously, this is Las Vegas United, and so we're kind of rallying around the thought and the idea that God is on the move in Las Vegas. So if we're going to see the supernatural power of God, signs, wonders, miracles, I know you gave us some amazing tips how to personally see that. But if we're going to see it corporately Mm -hmm. here in Las Vegas, in your opinion, what do you think that would take? All right. It's it's really not that difficult at all. Here's what happens. When I go overseas, sometimes, about that, especially once a year, I take a large group of people that we gather from our, our, our meetings across the United States, and we bring them from churches. And most of these people have never been overseas. Most of these people uh, are not what you call uh, devil drivers and healers. Right? <laughs> right. They, are, they are people that love the Lord. They've attended church. Uh, some of them haven't even prayed for another person to get mm-hmm. an answer to prayer. They just... and. and and we bring them there, we do a little bit of training. And here's what folks do when they get out of their home element. 
they go ahead and put into practice the stuff they've been storing for years. Mm. They've heard all this, and now you see them out on the streets, and they're witnessing the people boldly. They're praying with people, and they're coming back with incredible testimonies. And they say, boy, when I got over there, the anointing really flowed. Well, you know what it was? The anointing was always there. You just, yeah. you just had a cap on it. Mm. So I'm going to say that whatever you would do boldly somewhere else, do it here in Vegas. Come on. Yeah. Simple word right there. Whatever you already have faith to see, then don't say, boy, you know, if I could have a pulpit, if I could, you know, if I could just go to wherever you think the exotic place is where you could be used of God. I tell people your ministry begins within three feet of you. Mm -hmm. And that means how far can you reach? Mm -hmm. Right there. If there's someone's within that close of reach, that's where you begin. And you will see that it'll work here just like it works anywhere. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, that's that's incredible. You know, um, since the time I first met you, I was an 18-year-old kid, newly saved. Uh, I had just moved from Las Vegas to Dallas, Texas. Um, that's what you told me. You said, start where you're at. That's right. Start where you're at. And um, I started where I was at. You know, I, I, I go ahead. That's how I started. I started, I, now I was under the training of that voice of healing minister in his revival, which was in Buffalo, New York, and I lived in Niagara Falls. And so what I did is I took the things that I learned there and I just started within three feet of me. That meant the guy next to me in study hall who had a double curvature of the spine and one leg two inches shorter than the other one, and I was in a secular school, I turned to him and said, I've seen Jesus do this. I yeah. believe I prayed with you right now. He'll yeah. do it right here. And he healed them right on that spot. My ministry began with healings and miracles before I ever got to a pulpit. Mm -hmm. Probably six months before anyone ever asked me to preach, I was actually doing it in the hospital. I would go to the hospital once a week in Niagara Falls. I would go to the waterfalls. So I had a hospital ministry. I had, <laughs> I, I had an international ministry because at the waterfalls, people came from all over the world. Yeah. And I would share with them the gospel with signs following. And it wasn't until about six months after that, and ministers began to hear about the miracles happening in the streets. They said, well, could you come to our church? and do it here. And I said to them, well, I don't know if it'll work in a church, but we can try. <laughs> I, I'm just being a little humorous, but that was it. And, and so don't wait for a pulpit. Come on. Don't wait for a spotlight. Don't wait for a microphone. That's right. Vegas is ready. Vegas is ready. Do it. Absolutely. Do it. That's the word. Do it. That is the word. Forever, for anybody who's watching right now, you just heard the word. Do it. Vegas is ready. I believe with all of my heart, Las Vegas is ripe to see the power of God released in our city. And like Dale just said, God wants to use you. God wants to use you. So step out and do it. And it's amazing here. You know, I grew up here in Las Vegas. I moved away shortly after I became a Christian. I was gone for 15 odd years and I'm back now. And I see more than ever that Las Vegas really is ready. Uh, I hear people talking about, you know, like revival, 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 revival. It's going to happen one day. It's going to happen one day. And I tell people it's already happening. The fact that I can sit down at this table with different ministers mm -hmm. of the valley, cross denominational barriers, cross whatever kind of barriers there are, and talk about what God's doing, it's already happening. And there's an element that God wants to not just use pastors, uh, spiritual leaders, I don't you know, ministers that are on the platform, but like you're saying, individual people of course. can be used by God yeah. to release his kingdom in the earth. These signs shall follow them that believe. Mm -hmm. That's what the scripture says. Yeah. 
Absolutely. I think <clears throat> this is incredible. Man, I really like having you on here. Yeah, I mean, we've, we've had these conversations yeah. for many years. Yes, and so to put him on film and let people in on our conversation, I think, is really special. Right. And it's really, really awesome. So. So talk to us a little about uh, about the international thing. So I, I remember uh, with being with you with Brother Shambach yes. in East Texas okay. uh, many years ago, you know, and, and the Lord transitioned you yeah. from the pastorate role to more of an international role. Um, obviously, you travel here in America, you okay. preach, everything like that. But the international things, can you just tell some stories of, of some things you've seen? Um, around the world, I know you have, you've probably forgotten more than what you can testify, but I know you have some, some zingers in there. Can you just share some testimonies with us? Well, you know, interestingly enough, uh, can I say this up front that there's no significant thing that's ever happened in my life that I initiated Mm. Uh, by that. I don't mean that I haven't asked of God and he's answered prayer, but I'm talking about destiny moments. Mm. All of those were of his design and of his idea. He came to me with them. I did not come to him with them. I didn't pitch it to God. He didn't say, Hey, I've been preaching in the U S now for years, about 35 years before I ever went overseas. So I didn't say, you know, I'd like to have a new run. Is there, you know, (laughs) is there there a new gig out there? He came to me. I was totally surprised. I was completely off my radar Mm -hmm. when he spoke those words to me and he said, now I'm going to take you to the nations of the world. And I thought, and I said to God, we'll see. When he said that, I said, we'll see, because I didn't know anybody overseas. All all my ministry has been here and I still do a lot of ministry here in the U.S. I still preach revivals in churches Sundays, Sunday through Wednesdays, things like that, as you know, as a Friday to Sundays. I still do that across the nation. But a big part of what we do, the impacting part, I mean, just this year alone, we have prayed with um, more than we have a record of more than 10,000 people to receive Jesus Christ. Come on. More than 7,500 yes. that have told us they have been baptized in the Holy Spirit yes. and the blind, the deaf, the crippled have gotten their sight worldwide, worldwide. But wh- one of the more amazing things to me is, is when the spirit began to say to me that there's an anointing in my life to bring people out of the darkness of Islam into the kingdom of God. Mm. And when he told me that, doors began to open all over Africa in cities or regions that are predominantly Islamic. Mm-hmm. And so we have seen, uh, I remember one of the tours we did, and we didn't set the tour up this way. Uh, I worked with my crusade directors over there, like I always have, just find a city that's suitable that we can go into. And we dropped into the first city, it was 70% Muslim. The second mm-hmm. one was, uh, was, was 95% Islam. Wow. Uh, the, the third one after that one was 90% Islam. Mm-hmm. And the last one was 80% Islam. And when I stood in front of those crowds, and there were thousands, eight, eight, 10,000 people up uh, and more. Uh, You've been in crowds with me up to 200,000. But uh, in those areas, that's where we were at, we're about eight to 10,000 in the services, uh, in a single service. And uh, I looked at that crowd and I thought, Lord, you told me that everywhere I'd go, you'd work signs and wonders and miracles. It'd be visible miracles, people that would testify. Of healing, I said, "How's that going to happen? And how's that? How's this going to work out sure. in an area where they've already told me that less than ten percent of the people 
in any of our crowds would call themselves Christians, and those would probably uh, would be predominantly Roman Catholic or Anglican. They wouldn't even be what we would call evangelicals or something of that nature. Mm -hmm. And I said, how's this going to work out? And, uh, and he said these words to me very clear. He said, Dale, there are no hard places mm, for Jesus. Jesus. Uh, I want you yes. to hear that. That's what he said. Be, yes. There are no hard places for Jesus. And I, that's why I keep saying to people, wherever you're at, start right there. Yeah. He's not limited. And so when I finished uh, the message at night, and as you know, most of the people that get healed in our ministry happen as I'm preaching. That's right. I don't normally have what we call prayer lines. I did that for 35 years. Then again, without God uh, giving me the heads up, he just dropped in and began to do it. He just started <laughs> healing people as I was preaching. And so that, and that happened. When I got through, I asked those in that great crowd, I said, if you've been healed, then you can show me that you're healed, not you want to be healed. If you could see and you couldn't see before you were crippled and you can walk now, would you come and tell us? And the platform was filled with people and, they, and the host pastor that was there, and I turned to him and I said, can you tell me what we're going to be interviewing as far as the testimonies? Who up here has been healed of a blindness or a deafness? He looked at me, and, and this is the only answer I've gotten in the last four years. He said to me, Dale, most of the people that are about to testify are Muslims. Wow. Wow. And there they were testifying to the goodness of our God and, uh, and the healing of the sick had happened. So I'm saying that I could talk about specific miracles. We've seen crippled people walk. We've seen blind people get their sight. But I want to stretch people and when they say, well, this, our place is a hard place. This is a hard. So this is a. This is a. You know the burnt over ground. Uh, this is. This is a rocky place. I'd say absolutely not. Come there on. are no hard places. That's right. There aren't. You need to hear this. Now let me look say right at the again. camera and tell you something. There are no hard places for Jesus. He could not be omnipotent if he was only great somewhere Ooh. and weak elsewhere. Man. There are so no hard places for Jesus. So you just need to step out and do it. You need to know that nothing's impossible. It's really true. Nothing is impossible. And whatever you've heard of him doing somewhere else, he'll do that right here. Yeah. Or whatever you are. Wow. I hope for everyone who's watching today, I hope your faith is being stirred. Um, because I know mine is. And I've heard these stories for yes. a long time. I hang out with you all the time. And it, it's very stirring to me. There are no hard places for, for Jesus. And I believe that, you know, one thing that we're doing uh, here in Las Vegas is we're partnering with God mm -hmm. to create an eternal testimony of his goodness, mercy, and power. And I believe just like how you believe that nothing's too hard for God. Nothing. 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 Yeah. And actually everything is easy for him. Yeah. It's easy. All right. And can I stretch out a little bit? Go ahead. My mentor pushed me in that way. And it was the moment that Mary had the encounter with Gabriel, and he brought to her the message, you're going to conceive, you're going to bear a son, he's going to be the savior of the world. And she had one and only question for him. She said this to him, how is this going to happen since I've never been with a man? And he answers her, and he says, well, with God, nothing is impossible. And, and then he told her that the power of the highest was going to overshadow her and come upon her. And my mentor looked at me and he told me this. He said, Dale, you notice the angel did not say unto God nothing is impossible. He said, that's true, but that's not what he said. He said, with God, with God. He said, if you'll get with God, nothing will be impossible. And so the Spirit of the Lord came upon her, and that's what she thought was impossible. Now she saw was a reality. Mm. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego did not get consumed in the fiery furnace because there was the fourth man in there with God. With God. That's right. He's with us. Come on. That's he, right. he dwells within us. Amen. He's everywhere we go. That's right. Dale, if people want to get in contact with you and, and follow your ministry, how would they do that? 
Well, the uh, simplest way to do it is to go to my website, which is my name, Dale Everett. Just put in daleeverett.org, and it'll pop right up. And, of course, we have a Facebook site and Instagram, you know, all yeah. that stuff that the young people tell us we have to be cool to do. <laughs> so uh, we've got that as, as well. But if they go to daleeverett.org, they'll see our schedule there, and, uh, and there's a way that they can link and go right over to our Facebook page and, awesome. and such like that that we update pretty well weekly the web page and i mean the the facebook page yeah, yeah awesome well thank you guys so much for joining us for this week of las vegas united i hope your faith is stored listen uh if you want to learn more about dale go to his website if you want to get in contact uh, with us here you can email uh the link down below we would love to hear from you who do you think we should bring on do you have someone that uh would be a great guest on the show let us know we want to hear from you. We hope that you have a great week, and we will see you next time right here on Las Vegas United. God bless you. Hey, Las Vegas. Thank you so much for watching our show this week. Next week, Pastor Aaron invites David and Sherry Velarde from Legacy Church to discuss the importance of building community and genuine relationships with the people they pastor. They even include insight on speaking to the younger generation through the kindness and compassion of Jesus Christ. This show premieres on Facebook and YouTube on Mondays at 7.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. You can also listen to our show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts Mondays at 8 p.m. If you live in Vegas, you can watch our show on over-the-air television on Keen Channel 17 every Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday at 7.30 p.m. We hope you tune in. Our show is hosted by Pastor Aaron Pino of Overflow Church. To learn more about him and his ministry, please visit overflowchurch.co. The guest this week is Dale Everett of Dale Everett Ministries. For more information, visit his website, www.daleeverett.org. Las Vegas United is produced by CTN Vegas, the Las Vegas location for the Christian Television Network. For more information about CTN Vegas and our show, please visit ctnvegas.com.